I bet you missed us. And if you didn't, then shame on you. Because Only Subs Podcast is the podcast for all anime goodness. Welcome back. If you're coming back from another episode, um, especially our last one, which is a blast. NBA players as anime characters or vice versa. Uh, And this one is going to be a little bit closer to home and a little bit kind of more reverent in a sense. But before we get into it, I want to say what's up to Chris. How's it going, brother? What's good, dude? I'm doing well, man. How are you? I'm good, man. Uh, I'm really good. There's, I mean, there's tons of things to be good about, right? And uh, recording this podcast is a big one of them. Yeah, this this podcast, I've been, since we've been talking about it, man, I, I've been looking forward to it. I've been kind of thinking of a lot about it because, well, I guess I should say what we're talking about first. So what we're talking about today, guys, is just kind of how Jordan and I came into anime, how we like fell in love with it. And uh, I I guess we're just going to talk about what we're like, what anime got us into like what we love doing and what we love talking about today. So Jordan, do you want me to start or would you like to take the reins for the, the first story? Nah, bro, you're behind the wheel, man. Let's get after All right. it. All right. So my anime journey started when I was just a wee young lad. I don't remember what age I was, but first anime that I watched and a lot of people, I feel like a lot of people don't really consider it an anime right now, uh, but I consider it an anime and that was, that was Pokemon. Uh, dude, I fell in yeah. love with Pokemon, dude. Like day one, when I first saw that first episode, I was like, man, this show is amazing. Like it had so much, so much just stuff going on with it. Like what kid wouldn't want to be partnered with this I guess you would call it just like a creature and this creature has like amazing powers and abilities and like they can help you get out of tough, sticky situations. And, uh, you could also, you know, battle with your friends and stuff like that. And then on top of that, like we had the Pokemon cards that you could collect and I can't forget to mention the Game Boy games, man. Like I, I love those games so much and I played them all the time when I was younger. And so that was my big intro to to anime and kind of to move on from Pokemon. I went on to watching Yu-Gi-Oh! And I feel like Yu-Gi-Oh! is kind of the same. Like a lot of people don't really consider it an anime because it's just, I feel like it's super almost Americanized in a way. And mm-hmm. yeah, and it, it was just another one of those, you know, card collecting things. And you yeah. always had to have the, have the best card and trade with your friends and stuff like that. Uh, so Jordan, I, I kind of wanted to, to kind of stop for a sec. I, I know that you were a big Pokemon fan as well. Was this your intro in anime as well? Dude. So I feel like my beginnings were a little bit muddled as when I was thinking about mm. how I kind of started and came about, there was a few things that I thought I uh, saw before maybe and got introduced before that was kind of subtly anime. And so mm. I would say those things were Thundercats. I don't know if you mm, ever watched a little bit yes, of that, but yes. I remember watching some of those bad boys. The other one, and I'm not sure if you watched this or not, but I'd be curious if you did. Did you ever watch Zoids? Uh, no. I I have seen mm. like little clips of it here and there, but no. For those who are listening, it was 
these kind of soldiers that operated these big mechanical animals that they crawled into mm. almost like power rangers but mm. yeah. um, a one-man show type of thing and i yeah. i was super into that and there was like this one animorphs one that i had a like a little action figure on um so i would say that it was you know it was kind of like a blossoming of that and then pokemon dude also mm. i think you you forgot to mention one but I think even Digimon snuck in there Dude, between you. I was gonna say Digimon me. too. Yep. Yeah, definitely Digimon too. Yeah, I watched that a lot as well. I can't think of any other like I feel like the show that really like got me into the actual anime world was Dragon Ball Z and yep. Dragon Ball. And Dragon Ball's super like close to my heart and it has like a super special place is it's because dude that's how you and i bonded man like you and i had so many like nights playing freaking dragon ball z uh budokai tenkaichi 3 yeah and you just freaking smoking me for so long and then i finally got got my my stuff together and got got good at that game and you and i had many a battles going on throughout like i would say junior and senior year of high school and i feel like you and i have just created so many just fun like wholesome memories through that that stinking video game man that Dude, like, yeah, i would bro. i would cherish for like the rest of my life and to to keep going on dragon ball z like i remember distinctly like the day that i left for college like you came over to my house and gave me you put like every single from Dragon Ball to Dragon Ball GT. I don't know if you remember this, but you came over to my house yeah, like dude. right before I left and you put every single episode on my laptop and I was like, "Oh my goodness, I am so ready for this." And I'm pretty sure throughout like my freshman year of college, like I watched every from Dragon Ball to Dragon Ball GT. I watched every single episode and that was kind of like a really big deal for me because i missed home a lot i miss my friends a lot dude and so that that like really helped me get through a lot of a lot of tough stuff like kind of navigating navigating college navigating playing college basketball um and just kind of going through like tough changes in life and stuff like that and so dude i gotta give big props to you for for definitely like getting me into anime and stuff like that because it's it's definitely changed a lot a lot about me and i i really 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 enjoy uh you know doing this podcast with you talking to you about anime talking about anime with other people so yeah dude i i just have to give you a huge thank you dude well i'm honestly man i think that it's a it's you know one of those things where i'm just kind of like the the kind of the transporter you wouldn't say thank you to the guy who drops off your anime, your uh, Amazon package as much as you thank me, man. I'm, I was just here to like share the wealth and uh, do my job as far as like passing on something that's really cool. But dude, you're so welcome, bro. And it's definitely made our relationship flourish a lot. I mean, even yeah. a, kind of hopping on a podcast, man, and you know having things to track. And it's so cool to see how like your anime tastes have changed. And you've introduced me to you know some anime too. And it's like, it's super cool to have that kind of like, um, you know, that place that we can go that Mm -hmm. we like both have like a big passion for. Right. Mm, Yeah, for sure. 
one uh, one thing that I wanted to mention was, you know, the actual start of me actually getting down. Well, number one, I think that Dragon Ball Z was a big one for me, especially on Cartoon Network when it was kind of like, I don't remember. It was like a, maybe a little bit later before Robot Chicken, but the or Adult Swim. But what I really think that Dragon Ball Z gave to me was the actual love for subs, bro. Like the the first time that I was behind or the first time that I found out that subs were legit was actually rewatching kind of Dragon Ball and seeing that it's mm. so different, like the English the you know the english dub compared to the japanese or the english sub just because yeah these things are like so much more adult than i ever imagined especially Mm -hmm. in you know when you're a kid you get the dulled down and watered down version of what people are saying right yeah for sure and to kind of i guess interrupt you in a way (laughs) Uh, when you mentioned subs, I I actually when I watched Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z, I watched the, the English dubs for sure. Uh, oh, I actually no. didn't get into into subs until I started watching Naruto, and even then, like I watched Naruto in English for until I think until like you know how so you ran like, out of episodes, right? What did you say? Was it like you ran out of dubbed episodes? Yeah, and I ran then you out went of dubbed episodes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 definitely. It was when uh, Sasuke and Itachi were about uh, Itachi were about to fight, and like I got to like the episode, the episode right before they were about to fight, and there was no more dubs, and I was like, "Oh no, am I have to wait for these dubs?" <laughs> and I, I was like, "I can't wait for this. This this is too good to like not watch right now." Mm-hmm. And so I, I finally just dove into subs and. I will literally never, ever, ever go back to dubs again. Just because yeah, like you I said, can. dude, there's, I feel like there's just so much more with uh, subs, like the voice acting. I feel like there's almost a lot more passion in it. And I feel like you could really feel how the character is feeling through those voice actors. And kind of like you said, like it's a lot of these animes are a lot more adult than you think. And I feel like dubs kind of take take that away, and so mm-hmm. yeah, that that I, that's why I kind of wanted to interject because I feel like that was a, a good time to to talk about that. Yeah, dude. Well, I think that it's a well. It's like you know, you, I hopefully everyone has their own like subbed story like that where they eventually just brush up into why subs are the like you know the shit essentially, and mm-hmm. that you get a fuller picture. I mean, short of understanding Japanese, which it's a damn shame that I've listened or watched hundreds of hours of Japanese content and know like eight words. So <laughs> <laughs> it's obviously hasn't helped my, my uh, language game, but it's helped me appreciate the enemy more. And to, to your point, bro, to kind of echo back to you feeling some sort of home with anime, you know, I was actually watching and I watched a lot of, the you know dragon ball when i was in college too and in my dorms and it was like such a cool escape in a lot of ways Mm -hmm. to a very different environment so we definitely have the same kind of experience when it comes to that yeah yeah for sure and to i guess to to move on unless you have any more any more things to add to kind of subs and anime being home and stuff like that no man let's keep the show on the road Yeah, it's just I just wanted to mention another another reason why I 
really love anime is just it's so so like every one of them is just so different and i feel like you get a lot of just really really good stories like for example attack on titan is i feel like the most incredible story ever written and i feel like there's just so many good deep things in that in that show and then Mm -hmm. uh, i guess another reason is just the way things are drawn like there's so many different ways to draw anime that you get a little bit of everything like i feel like demon slayer is the most beautiful anime i've ever seen mm-hmm. as far as like with the colors and uh and like with the breathing techniques and how like everything changes when they go into those i guess those moves and yeah so that i guess that's just another reason why i have just fallen so in love with just watching these shows and just getting immersed in in the the art of it yeah man it's it's just it's such a beautiful thing and you know Somebody said, you know, the, well, the beautiful thing about fiction is that it can always be about the reader. And I, I love that aspect because I think it's so true for anime because you learn about the world and about yourself through how these characters go through these complex and really interesting, you know, situations and problems. And, Mm. you know, I, there's no there's no way that I can avoid saying that I've learned about like leadership and decision-making and, you know, like characteristics that you want to exemplify as a person through, mm-hmm. you know, these scenarios that are played out in like really gorgeous detail and story. And, you know, man, I I've said this to you, Chris, but um, for the listeners, the one thing that flabbergasted me the most, and that's such a dorky word to use, but the one thing that kind of, shocked me the most was after watching attack on Titan, I truly had a hard time believing that other story writers could be employed with that out there. You know what I'm saying? Like there's so much skill set in this game and, and, you know, brought to you in such a very amazing way. It's almost like, Mm -hmm. you know, it's if they somehow had a way of preparing kale in a way where it tasted exactly like candy and it was still good for you and held this nutritional value. That's the way I think of anime. Like there's no mm-hmm. way that, that there's no other way that other vegetables or other foods or other candies are going to survive. It's just a matter of time before people start eating candied kale, which is attack on <laughs> Titan. <laughs> what Jordan is, is saying is that you, you should definitely watch attack on Titan. Cause yeah, in short, that show is yeah, in short. <laughs> because yeah, Jordan, dude, like you said, that show is. I feel like I've said it already. That show is just incredible. Like uh, out of every single show that I've watched, anime and like real life TV shows included, it's absolutely the the best and like most compelling show that I've I have ever seen. And yeah. yeah, that I feel like Attack on Titan has been a huge part of my anime journey as well. Cause I remember talking to you about Naruto and I was like, yeah, man, I'm, I'm about to finish Naruto and uh, I don't really know what I'm going to watch. And you're like, dude, you got to watch Attack on Titan. And I remember watching like a trailer for it on YouTube. And I first saw the Titans and I was like, dude, what the heck are you putting me on right now? This is yeah. this looks so freaking weird. Like, why are these random giant naked people? They're not really naked, but 
you know what I'm saying? If you see it, you know what I'm talking about. I uh, did. They're definitely naked. Yeah. They just don't have any genitals. Well, yeah, but like anything. they don't. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. And so I saw those and I was just like, what the heck? I, Jordan, what are you doing? And then <laughs> I like, it took me a, a month or two to actually watch it. But then I watched it and I was like, oh my gosh. And like, that was after the first couple episodes where I was just like, oh my goodness, what is this nonsense? And then from there, like going through season two and season three and it like how much it's changed. It's been absolutely incredible. Yeah, man. It's, you know, I, it's so strange that it seems like, I feel like I almost had the same uh, reaction or, you know, way about understanding attack on Titan where it, it's mm-hmm. like this really insidious, which is kind of like a subtle, but very potent way of getting you like hooked. Like I'm, I can't mm-hmm. tell you what episode got me hooked, but I'm pretty sure it wasn't the first one. But I know it was in within like the first couple, like the first handful, where I was just like, "Dude, I don't want anything else but this." Yeah, this is this is all I need. This is all I want for the rest of my yeah. life. <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> so uh, to to kind of get it, make it more chronological, Chris. So after DBZ, it seems like it was straight into Naruto. But okay, so yeah. from my memory, man. I remember, well, number one, I was really jealous that you and my brother got to like be roommates in college. <laughs> I felt like that was my spot. <laughs> um, and hey, if we made, if I may have made a different decision on college choice, that might have happened, but yeah. hey, that passes the past now, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And everything's worked out perfectly. <laughs> um, the, but I remember kind of being on Naruto when my brother was, and you weren't like necessarily on that game, but he would talk to you about it. So you know mm-hmm. exactly what was going down. But uh, was it just the kind of a bridge from Naruto to DBZ or did you kind of dabble or what was going on? Mm-hmm. And what, how'd you like Naruto too? Actually? So there was actually kind of a big gap between DBZ and Naruto. Uh, Cause I watched DBZ all throughout college and then after college, I, I didn't watch any anime for a really, really long time. And I think I was just seeing stuff like on Twitter about Naruto. Like I heard stuff from you and Aaron about Naruto as well. And I was like, oh, I'll give it a try. And the reason why I was so hesitant on Naruto is because it seemed like super like kitty to me. Mm, like it just seemed yeah. like just a super like little kid show. But then after watching it, man, it, uh, my opinion has changed completely. So that that's kind of how that was the bridge between DBZ and Naruto. I didn't watch any anime between those two at all. Gotcha. And what, uh, I, do you want? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, please. No, I was well. I was going to ask you more about Naruto, but if you wanted to add mm-hmm. on to anything of that nature, oh no, I was going to go into Naruto. So, uh, yeah. So Naruto, I that show is dope. Like. I feel like I like Naruto Shippuden a lot better than the first one, uh, mm. just because the characters they developed a lot in the first Naruto, but they go to a completely next level uh, in Shippuden. As far as power level goes, they they just improve so incredibly much, and also their character development. Like Sasuke is probably one of my favorite anime characters of all time. Uh, he's mm. He's just, <laughs> he's so cool. Like everyone thinks he's so yeah. cool in Naruto, but you and Sakura, he, yeah. love him. 
<laughs> but yeah, he I think he's just one of the the cool he's super cool looking, first of all, with his Sharangan and stuff like that. But also just how his relationship developed with his brother, uh, how his relationship developed with Naruto and just how they were almost like pursuing each other throughout the entire series, I thought was super cool. And Naruto like pulled on my heartstrings so many in so many different ways uh, mm, throughout the yeah. entire series. Like the stuff with, Nar- with Naruto and his mom, dude, that, that is the first time I've like almost cr- like actually the first time I've cried watching any type of TV show or movie and the stuff with him and his dad as well. Like it's freaking crazy. And then when you get into the stuff with Itachi and Sasuke, same thing, dude, like it's just super emotional and it really like, I guess just it meets you in, in places where you don't think you would be met. And I can just keep going down the line, like with uh, Kakashi and Obito and so many different other relationships that were just so just amazing to watch and to see. And then I got to talk about the the final battle between Naruto and Sasuke because that's one of the best anime fights that I have ever seen. Dude, and I know that I know that you have incredible feelings about that too. So I'll let you talk about that if you want. Yeah, man. Well, just to kind of like add on to what you were saying, I 100% agree that the the anime or the Naruto anime Shippuden specifically, um, it it kind of was one of those ones for me that actually kind of gave me the training wheels or almost the skill set of kind of what I imagine or how I see myself as an anime watcher Mm -hmm. right now where Mm -hmm. it taught me a lot and sometimes it would be annoying things like uh taught me about fillers and you know situations like that Uh, but it was you know you actually kind of got drawn into these characters and a little bit more than dragon ball z because in dbz you do see kind of hardship and chaos and some of those tougher challenges and trials but not as not in the same clarity that you get to see in Naruto. And so mm-hmm. I really, really, really liked how that made me feel and kind of opened up, you know, kind of more space for me to feel more and kind of get more out of the story. So, yeah. The, and yeah, to, to your original question or kind of uh, leading me to talk to the final fight. Um, I thought that that was such number one, they do a really good job with fight choreography on Naruto. I mean, not only in that aspect, but one of those fights that I always watch too is like the Rock Lee fight with Gara when they're mm. when that wasn't shown in Jump. But um, there's tons and tons of times, but none. I mean, you know, they absolutely didn't drop the ball when they couldn't, and that final fight was probably the best fight uh, I've seen in an anime and Mm. I still watch it to this day, man. And it's been years of course, but also in the fact of you have such philosophical differences and this is where you kind of tie into the life lessons of anime. And that's a clear Mm. one. Um, And, you know, one of my favorite things about that fight is like how the, well, it's hard to explain, but um, you know, I still think about it to this day and it's a little, it's kind of a small thing which is kind of weird, but you know how sick it is that Sasuke used Naruto's hands um, to, you know, mm-hmm. like do the, do the jujutsu for that ninjutsu for that fireball. Yeah. And not only Crazy. that, dude, 
dude, not only that, I was thinking about it, but it's like those hand signals are for balancing like chi. So essentially mm-hmm. he did that to Naruto's hand while they were fighting, balanced his chi off of Naruto to then do it. And I was like, Doug, it's just so cool, dude. There's so many cool little things in that fight scene that it's a, I can't help but like get into them because they're so amazing, man. What were there yeah. some favorites for you? Is from that fight scene? Yeah. All right. Oh man, it, I I don't really have like one specific favorite because that entire scene is absolutely incredible. But you know, I I guess if I had to pick a favorite, it would just be kind of towards the end when they're both just laying on that on the rock and mm. they're just absolutely exhausted and they have given absolutely 120 million percent of what they have into each other and fighting each other and just kind of seeing that moment it's just it's just like wow like this was a culmination of i don't know like 500 plus episodes and yeah it's it was just extremely satisfying as like a viewer and a watcher to see the end of that fight and just how it all how it all came to be and how it all ended it was just absolutely incredible yeah i think that you know naruto is absolutely worth it and if you guys haven't seen it um you know i would recommend it uh in certain spurts so there's times where you can skip a few episodes and i know that there's tons of resources online for that type of stuff but i i think it gives a lot more than it takes naruto does mm. so it's definitely worth yeah. the watch and yeah. to kind of segue on chronologically chris so it was naruto attack on titan that we talked about a little bit more and then Mm -hmm. if i'm trying to guess accurately for you was it one punch man after that no actually it wasn't no so i watched uh sword art online for Mm. a while good chunk of it actually uh i just like after attack on titan i was just kind of searching on google like what are some good animes and stuff like that and i came across sword art sword art online and i kind of just read i guess like a brief synopsis of it and it was like like characters going like into a video game and like the video game turns out to be reality and stuff like that i was like oh wow that sounds kind of cool like i've always wanted to like be inside a video game that i played aka I want to be in Skyrim and running around that place and messing some stuff up and killing some dragons. But anyways, uh, I thought that that idea and that, I guess that premise, I don't know if that's the right word, but uh, I thought that was really, it would be really cool. So I I watched that for a while. Uh, I did kind of like it, but then it got kind of weird in the, in like season, like halfway through season two or something like that. So I stopped watching it and then I went on to watch one punch man. Gotcha, dude. And so that's where you got introduced to one, the anime creator that has, dude, near and dear to my heart. Like, I love his work. And Mm. I think, tell me this, man, but Dragon Ball Z has a lot of funny scenes, especially if you're watching Sub. Mm -hmm. But I think that One Punch Man is like one of the top comedy anime out there. (laughs) Yeah, I would have to agree. Like, One Punch Man is hilariously funny and i feel like a lot of one punch man is kind of like the humor in it and sometimes it's like dry and subtle and then other times it's super in your face and so funny like purry purry prisoner and 
oh my gosh that guy is just uh if you guys haven't seen it you'll know exactly who i'm talking about like they obviously like introduce him as prairie prairie prisoner but you'll know exactly what i'm talking about as far as like how funny he is and how just crazy out there that that character is but yeah there's so many different like comedic elements within one punch man that it's just it makes it a a really really good anime as well but yeah, Jordan, man, I feel it, like I haven't. Oh, go ahead. Well, I was going to say for all of you Puru Puru Prisoner fans or Dennis Rodman fans, if you <laughs> if you're curious on on the take on what he would be like in the NBA or what Dennis Rodman would be like in an anime, go ahead and listen to our last episode uh, about NBA players and their anime counterparts. But um, shameless plug, it's over. So, Chris, <laughs> ask your question. <laughs> Oh, I was just about to say, I feel like I haven't heard your your chronological order because we're getting to close to to me being done with my my order of things. So I feel like we should catch you up. Yeah, yeah, dude, for sure. So the the kind of the chronological order and forgive me for having to go from the jump from DBZ because I feel like it's been a, a while. So I actually it helps me to kind of gauge where I'm at. So it was Dragon Ball Z, Naruto and you know, after Naruto, I did do a little bit of sword art online and I found it weird too. And I think I bailed a little bit before you, Chris. Mm. Um, it was like season one and it was after they got out of the first game and then mm. they were back in the second game or whatever. And I was just like, dog, I'm not doing this again. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's where I kind of bounced from that one. And I think it, I think it was I think it was Attack on Titan, which we we talked about big time. Uh, and then One Punch Man. And this is where it kind of started blossoming for me because I, I found One Punch Man really, really cool. Um, and then I felt a little bit more adventurous. So I explored out and found really interesting animes like Parasite. So that's on Netflix. Or um, I also found... Um, what is the other one? Kill a Kame, which is on Netflix as well. And um, Tokyo Ghoul, which is, you know, a whole bunch mm. of kind of the real gems that you can find just laying out and about. And I feel like Netflix has done a good job of that. But um, and then I would say one of my favorites after that, uh, dude, you know, what? and I think there's something important that I want to reference as well. Um, the AMV scene actually helped me out so much. And so AMV for all of you though, for those who don't know, or is anime as um, a music video mm. or animation music video. And so it's essentially like, um, like an anime scene or a fight scene attached to like really cool, like music that I'd be into. And that in itself, like kicked off so much stuff. And that's where I found uh, one, one our mob psycho 100 and, you know, I feel like that's almost to the end of mine, too. So I'll, I'll cap it there. Mm-hmm. But it's it's like, dude, I feel like now I'm kind of in the renaissance zone of yeah uh, finding really good anime. Right. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like after One Punch Man is where I started kind of to blossom as well. Uh, I think the next show I went on to, I think, was Promise Neverland. And mm-hmm. that sh- yeah, that show was really cool. Like, I feel like there is it was a lot different from what I've been used to as far as anime goes. And I thought that show was, like I said, it was really cool. Like there was a lot of 
there's a lot of good plot things going on and plot twists and stuff like that. And, um, and then I went on to what's next. Ah, shoot. Sorry, dude. Did, did um, I get you I on psycho or no? Oh yeah, that's it. No, you're right. It was mob psycho. I was trying to think of the word. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I definitely watched mob psycho. I actually have not finished it yet. Uh, but yeah, I thought that show was cool. And then I think that is where we got to attack on Titan season four. So I went back into that and now I'm on Hunter Hunter. So that is, that's my, that's been my anime journey so far. It, it's, it's a, it's one where I feel like you're kind of like upping the ante every time you, you like get into one of those. And of course you're kind of keeping it trendy and new, but you're dipping back into some like old school anime with Hunter Hunter that, is mm-hmm. you know it's actually a remake of it you know they've made it an anime and it's been out for so long that they've made another rendition of it and hmm. dude i'm really excited for you to number one i'm kind of hurt because I'm, mob psycho 100 has a special place in my heart <laughs> um but at the same time i'm super excited for you to to like you know continue on the journey of hunter hunter because it's so good dude it's so good yeah, I'll definitely finish Mob Psycho at some point, but dude, my list just keeps growing on what to watch next. So it, it's just hard because it just keeps getting pushed down and then like I forget about it and then I see it on my list. I'm like, oh, I need to watch that, but I want to watch this first. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That's like the paradox of choice in a lot of yeah. anime. It's, you know, you're trying to figure out the manageable order of things, but there's just so much good stuff that, it's it's hard to get to everything. Mm, yeah, for sure. So, uh, what, what's the what do you? I guess so. You're we're we're at to the point where you're what you're watching right now, right? Um, a little bit, a little bit before that. So, I think okay. it went. Um, so obviously after Attack on Titan, um, well, not after, but you know, in the middle of Attack on Titan was One Punch Man, Mob. Promise Neverland, which thank you for season one. No, thank you for season two. Um, <laughs> and I, you know, I can't help but say then it was like a few of those an- um, Netflix animes. And then, dude, I think we big we made a big slip up and forgot to mention one of the the like the newest and hottest ones as far as right now. But Demon Slayer. Oh my gosh! <laughs> How did I do that? <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's my fault. I definitely no, watched that as well. <laughs> yeah, it's well, it's a, it's, it's such a good one, and it, you know, you mentioned it before, right? It's one of those like gorgeously and aesthetically pleasing ones, just off mm-hmm. the base of, you know, it's, it's such a unique writing style, and you know, you are the one that picks it up the best, Chris. But the breathing techniques, um, there's so much visual richness in this that mm-hmm. this is where it's kind of like exploratory. We get to see different types of styles and stuff like that. But so I think after um, Demon Slayer, you know, I think that might be it. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I just watched that movie, which is, has been the latest thing out so far. Um, but there's tons left, man. There's like a Jujutsu, uh, Jujutsu Kaisen, mm-hmm. um, here, My Hero Academia, um, and some of the classics that I think are, you know, Ghost in the Shell is amazing. I think there's one called Deep Blue, which is a, it's a, you know, what some of the classics that I think are well deserved to be watched. And, you know, mm-hmm. um, 
there's just there's so much to do, man. Like we have a lot yeah. of work to get done. Yeah, I know. It's just I, I have a hard time with some of the classics because there's so many episodes like One Piece. Like that yeah, just seems so daunting to watch that many episodes. Uh, I might get into it at some point, but I, I don't know about One Piece. But like just as an example, like there's the old school ones. They they did it like big time with how many the episode counts and stuff like that. Yeah, man. And I think that that's where kind of that's where you kind of bridge into Naruto territory with the fillers where mm-hmm. you don't you don't feel like the the storylines progressing as much or characters are developing as much. You're kind of it's almost like speed dating in those fillers where you meet yeah. a new person and something stupid goes on or you're still with the same person, but you, nothing develops from, you know, the characters that you expect to. Uh, and it, it's kind of a shame, but I totally understand. And there's ones that, you know, like bleach is a, you know, that's 15 seasons, man. Mm-hmm. So there's tons and tons yeah. to do there, but the, you know, it's, it's just interesting. And then there's like, you know, cool niche ones. I forgot to mention seven deadly sins. That's fun for a little bit, mm-hmm. but I guess, you know, if you stay true to yourself and you enjoy uh, an anime or, you know, some of the classics I was talking about, Chris is like spirited away or Howl's mm-hmm. moving castle. Like those things are just movies, but uh, you know, very, um, very rich for the amount of movies. They talk about history and a few other things that um, are, you know, locks as far as i'm concerned yeah yeah it's like to kind of go along with history I, have you noticed the the new netflix anime i think it's called like yasuke or something like that it's about the first black samurai no so is this um is this like before is this like supposed to be historical or this is like an afro samurai type mix no or i what? think it's definitely historical like they're i'm pretty sure it's like based off of the the first black samurai to ever exist or something like that. I don't know. I don't know the whole details about it, but I saw a trailer for it the other day and I was going to mention to you. So thought I'd mention to you right now. (laughs) That's awesome, man. You know what? That reminds me too. We're kind of jumping all over the place, but I have to pay some respect for this one that I think was even before Pokemon as well. But um, Samurai Jack, bro. I don't know if you watched Mm. that, but that was a, that was a classic for me. Yeah, I forgot about that one. <laughs> it's that hard, one is, dude. Yeah. Unless you, no, unless you write down your lineage, it's it's like hard to. It's almost like thinking of old girlfriends. Like you're like, was she for <laughs> her? Or like, oh, I totally forgot about. Not that I've had a lot, but you know, you just like. <laughs> it's one of those things where memories bubble up. I I think I'm gonna. It's not like I have anybody to, um, that I'm digging a grave for, but I should probably stop right there. You know. <laughs> all right yeah so to end this the end of the podcast uh jordan and i kind of wanted to just give the top five uh animes that we've watched so jordan you kind of want to go just like five five four four and then so on until we get yeah bro let's do it in in a in the particular order in a particular yeah okay yeah yeah, so like number one's like the best anime you've ever watched and like the number one one that you would recommend to anyone gotcha so uh, what's your, what's your five? Uh, that's real slick of you to put me in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so I would say five uh, is going to be Dragon Ball Z, man. Um, mm. Paying respect to the kind of the OG. It's 
it, it has something for you if you are kind of in or interested in anime, I think. And it's not too yeah. heavy either, but it can yeah. be a little bit long. Yeah. DBZ was actually my number five as well. So that worked out great. All right. Um, well, now you have to choose number four then. No, I will. I will for sure. So number four for me uh, was Promise Neverland season one. Mm. I haven't watched season two, so I can't attest to what you you've watched. But season one was great. Uh, it's a it's a it's kind of short in episode length. So if you're in between like a big anime like Naruto and say Attack on Titan, I feel like um, Promise Neverland's a good kind of bridging pot or not podcast, but bridging. Uh, show to watch in between just because it's so short, but it's also really good. Gotcha. Yeah. And uh, honestly, maybe it's my personal take and I should get off my soapbox, but I think season two's uh, quite a big letdown. And uh, not only me, but other people are just hoping for a remake, almost like a uh, full metal alchemist brotherhood. Um, mm. And so, but I really, really love um, promise Neverland. And it was almost my fifth spot too, just off the fact that it is, uh, it's so such an interesting one and things are played out really well and characters are interestingly revealed as far as their, you know, their mm-hmm. desires and their identities and stuff like that. So I really like that take. And so, um, you know, maybe I'm pulling out the big guns a little early here, but my number four spot is going to one punch man. Mm. And, you know, I'm pulling up a big card, uh, late in the game but the reason i think that one punch man is like my top number four is because of how rich the um well the anime is as far as character and like humor and i think that just off the premise of um it's almost like a skill set play chris to me i think that Mm -hmm. if you if you wanted to make your life hard you would create for like a storyteller you create an anime that the main protagonist can never be beaten. And I think that that's what they did. And it's like really tongue in cheek and it's fun. And I, I'm a huge, huge fan of it. And it could be, you know, it's number four now, but it has a lot of upward potential and mobility as far as my Mm. list goes. Yeah. Uh, So this is kind of awkward, but I put (laughs) one punch man as number three on my list. (laughs) Dude, I'm dead serious. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but yeah, I put it at number three solely for like basically all the reasons that you just said, like they do humor really, really, really well, but also like the world that they've built with the heroes and the villains and like the classes of heroes. I think that's really, really cool. Like I enjoy that part of it a lot as far as how they're ranked and their power levels and stuff go. And it's really funny because one punch man is like the absolute strongest and he's like the lowest class of hero. So mm-hmm. they got that going for him. Uh, but yeah, and it's cool to see the different like powers that they have, like Moomin riders, just this freaking bike rider who is a hero. And like you said, in the last pod, Jordan, he's just the guy who is saving cats out of trees and helping grandmas cross yeah. the road, but he's going a hundred percent doing it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> And then you get guys like Puri Puri Prisoner, who's just an absolute beast. And he's also hilariously funny and kind of funny looking. So, yeah, that's why I'd put One Punch Man at number three. I like it, man. I, you know, the anime has a lot to offer. It's really not hard why you'd uh, imagine it being 
number three. And so, you know what, man? Um, I guess I'll say my honorable mention that almost got in before at the end. But for my number three, I have to go with Hunter Hunter. And mm. I, I'm going to save a lot of my review just off the, res, you know, off of out of respect because you have a lot to see yet. Um, but the the characters and the way that they develop, it has a kind of like cadence that might get a little methodical, but in certain arcs, man, it's so rich and there's there's it's it's hard not to turn away from Hunter Hunter and. Mm. It, even in the slow parts, I feel like it's rewarding and you just can't, but you can't help, but kind of be a fan of the kind of the crew and the main protagonist, even if it is, they've, you know, I would say there's, there's so many good things about it that it's hard to talk about the, the things that you wish were better um, without ruining plot lines specifically, but yeah. <laughs> um, Thanks, man. appreciate you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I'm a fan. So number three. Oh, Hunter Hunter was your number three. Yeah, well, it was, um, yeah, right? Because oh, I thought you said it, it was went, an honorable mention. My bad. Sorry. No, my, my honor, I'll say my honorable mention later. Gotcha. Okay, so we're on to number two. So this is where it gets tough for me because my number one and number two are so incredibly close that I would call it like a 1A and 1B. Uh, mm-hmm. So number two for me is Demon Slayer. And yeah. Yeah, I like I've said so many times in this podcast and previous podcasts, like the breathing techniques and stuff like that, and the way it's animated is absolutely incredible. Uh, and like Tanjiro is as a main character is like just a really easy character to kind of fall in love with. Like he's incredibly like endearing, and uh, just his heart is so like pure that it's just really easy to kind of attach to him. And that's one of the reasons why I really enjoy it. It's just because Tantro is just that kind of person. And then also the the demons themselves, like the the higher up ones, like the the lower six and the the upper six of the twelve demon moons. Those guys look so cool, and their power levels are absolutely insane. And same with the Hashira, uh, especially after watching the movie. And seeing Rengoku and his flame techniques and stuff like that, it just makes me that much more excited to see the the different Hashiras and the and their techniques, like the guy with the snakes, uh, the water Hashira, and all the other other guys. Like I am so excited for season two of Demon Slayer to come out. Like it's it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy, man. It it totally is, and you took everything that I would have said to put it there, and um. Number one, I just want to highlight that first it was Puri Puri Prisoner, and now it is Tanjiro. You better choose up on your men, Chris, because it's just <laughs> have some have some loyalty here. <laughs> Come on, man! You can't do that to me right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what, dude? You know what? I just realized that I really I messed up big time. I messed Uh-oh. up big time. Yeah, I did. And if I had to make one decision, move every move every unit down. As far as oh, I was concerned, um, so Hunter Hunter is number four. Pun- One Punch Man is number five, and my number three would would be Demon Slayer. And I'll just keep mm. it. You know, I think that it's for all the reasons that you said, and um, and then to keep it moving, I think my number two is, dude. It's gonna be it's gonna be Mob Psycho, 
And Mm -hmm. the reason why is because I love the character so much. And the storyline is tough. And in a lot of ways, it's deficient. And it should be below Demon Slayer. But um, the aspect of, you know, thinking if Saitama from One Punch Man decided that he wanted to be a better character instead of a better fighter, that would be Mob. And Mm -hmm. I I think that philosophically and kind of like my life, I find that so inspiring. And like, even in aspects of like, dude, if I go on a run, this might be really weird, but I think about the time that mob and sorry for the spoilers. I mean, I should have said this at the beginning of the episode, but the the time that mob refused to use any of his psychic powers um, to run that marathon that he didn't even finish. He couldn't finish physically. Uh, and he wanted to impress his that girl so bad, but he wanted to do it to become a better person as well. So I just think that that anime in itself is just so enriching as far as kind of like the way philosophically that you can kind of take so many gems from it, um, yeah. even short of kind of having a goofy storyline. And it's still super funny as far as I yeah. was concerned. No, it's it's a great show. I just haven't finished it yet, so I couldn't put it in my top five. <laughs> no, dude, respect, bro. So we're we're both at our number ones, Chris. And I feel like we have the same number of, one. Oh, uh, is yours a uh, Yu-Gi-Oh too? <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, of course, of course, we're gonna say Attack on Titan. It's it's kind of a no brainer. It's like uh, mine um, was Pokemon. Oh, dog, my bad. No, I'm just kidding. It's, it's, it's like, it's almost like, why do we even have to talk about a number one type of thing? You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Cause we've already said it before. Uh, I just think it is so amazing to have such a rich anime, uh, mm-hmm. to exist around such a rich anime. I don't know about you, but, uh, it's, it's getting exhaustive how great one punch man is. You know what I mean? <laughs> wait what or not one punch man but attack on titan okay i was about to say yeah it <laughs> i is, snuck that in there <laughs> yeah i was like i i don't know if you're trying to be funny or not because you're not laughing yeah. so <laughs> no no bro that was a mistake no okay so yeah it, it's definitely exhaustive but i mean you gotta give credit where credit's due i mean it's it's really and seriously that good i mean I don't know if I would, like, if I was talking to someone who is like, I want to get into anime, what should I watch first? I don't think I would recommend Attack on Titan first. Would you? Ooh. Um, you know, I think it is putting somebody in the deep end. It's almost like, mm-hmm. but it's it's not a very far leap from that. And uh, yeah. yeah, it's tough, dude. Well, what would you put as kind of uh, the number one anime like to recommend? A- Huh. I would almost put Demon Slayer at number like as like if you're trying to watch something that's really good to like start mm. your anime experience, I'd probably say like Demon Slayer or maybe even like Dragon Ball Z or Naruto. Like I would preface it with like, hey, these are incredibly long and look up a filler list for it. But I I would definitely put one of those three as the one to watch first. And then I would say, hey, watch Attack on Titan second because it's just like we've said so many different times that it's just so incredible. It's so rich and you're, I haven't met anyone who doesn't like attack on Titan. So you're, you're in for a huge treat once you start watching it. I, you know what, man, I think you're totally right. It's almost like a, an amazing wine or something. And mm-hmm. 
you need somebody to mature a little bit to recognize what a great wine is. And I, I think that you're totally right with maybe Demon Slayer, but it, you'd have to be kind of into that actiony and um, mm-hmm. you know that type of vibe. But I totally agree. It's it's the best anime, but not the first anime that you might want to watch. But if you're into anime yeah. and you think you love the culture, then I think why waste time and just hop to the top, right? Yeah, yeah. No time like the present right now. Season four is out, and we're in for something real special when this uh, attack is all attack on Titans all said and done. So, and yeah, and man. another thing too, Chris, I feel like it's a, it's an amazing thing to actually watch with other people, especially with Twitter where yeah. you can kind of like talk with people. You can't like, you know, imagine trying to talk about the Sopranos or the, the office or something with somebody. Now they've already seen it and short of like the culty stuff, there, there's not going to be as much interaction as there is going to be as the episodes drop. So definitely take the time to watch it because we're going to be getting um, the the last installment here, um, you know, in the relatively near future. But with that being said, do you have an honorable mention or did you want to add on to what I just said, Chris? <sighs> honorable mention. I mean, I guess the only other one would be Sword Art Online, but. I I don't know if I would I would just say hey maybe watch the first first season that's it don't think much of it but uh, other than that no I don't really have much to add on dude gotcha if if I had a honorable mention to give to people if they're curious I would say uh, Parasite is pretty good um, you know Tokyo Ghoul is good uh, but obviously Dragon Ball Z and Naruto would be kind of like the big dogs and mainly because they're just kind of like pillars of anime that you can get behind but um mm-hmm. like if you wanted something sweet and a, not as life consuming then uh you know maybe even promise neverland would be a great one mm-hmm. but uh there's yeah. tons i mean essentially sh- long story short there's many and you know there's more great anime to watch than there is life to exist in yeah so yeah and i guess another thing to add is just really truly watch what you want to watch and mm. watch what you feel like you're you're gonna like because at the end of the day like you're gonna you gotta like please yourself i guess and so you know take what people say with a grain of salt and kind of branch out to what to what you think you're gonna like because you know a lot of people don't have the same likes and dislikes and stuff like that so yeah just watch what you like and you'll you'll find something that is really cool and really enjoyable i i think that's couldn't have been said better. And I think that it's also, uh, you know, take it to the step further and listen to what you like too. And if mm-hmm. that happens to be only subs podcast, then you came to the right place. Thank you for listening to all 58 and five, three seconds of this podcast so far, or however long it may be. And, you know, I'm curious, you know, please interact with us and tell us your anime journey, because I, I feel like it's, you learn so much, um, when you hear about how people kind of got to a certain place and anime is no exception to that. So mm-hmm. um, other than that, thank you for listening, Chris, what do you got? Uh, not much. Just, yeah, guys, thank you again. Uh, follow us on, on Twitter at only subs podcast. You can interact with us, with us uh, on Twitter or you can uh, email us at only subs podcast at gmail.com. Uh, yeah, guys, thanks again and peace.